this is the audio diary of the seventh day of the ninth month of year 2019. You are going to be hearing a lot of different noises throughout this, um, just because I am walking on a path uh, quite close to a town and a road, actually. So there'll be a lot of different background noises throughout this recording. And yeah, and the reason that I'm recording this while walking is because I am walking the Froome Walkway today. I think it's actually called Froome River Walkway. Um, it is a long distance path, about 29 miles, or sorry, 29 kilometers and 18 miles, uh, public footpath. And I think actually some parts of it are, or sorry, I correct myself, Froome Valley Walkway. Um, and I've already walked about uh, a few K of it. I don't know exactly how much. And I just discovered this by thinking, kind of on a whim, that I really wanted to walk today. Um, walk in nature if possible. And so I turned on my ordnance survey map, uh, looked at my new neighborhood that I'd moved into in Bristol, and just kind of looked around, browsed around on the map to find the nearest set of paths. And I saw that about a mile or two away, there seemed to be a national trail that's running. And then I followed it, Googled it, it turned out to be the Froome Valley Walkway. And so I spent the morning um, actually waking up quite late um, and just had a slow morning, had breakfast, uh, put in about an hour of deep work on working on OCO, the company that I'm trying to found, and thinking about the ideal audience that we want to reach as part of the media strategy for OCO. And then, then I thought I was supposed to have a meeting with the new business partner uh, that I've met, Cleo. I'm trying to remember if I've actually spoke about uh, partnering with Cleo on the audit area yet. I don't think I have, which is another story for later. But anyway, I thought I was going to have a meeting. But that meeting, turns out, was cancelled because Cleo contacted me a couple of hours before the meeting saying, hey, can we move to a different date? And I said, of course. And so I moved it. And I realized, okay, here's this entire afternoon that I hadn't planned for. Uh, what am I going to do with it? And it was blatantly clear. Since the West Highland Way, I have been craving walking, nature, you know, some of the adventure that I'd already had before. Um, and since I was already on this incredible high, I felt so good about doing deep work. It makes me really, really happy when I can be truly creative um, and try to solve some difficult questions like what is the ideal audience and who are the users that I want to reach um, as part of the media? Like who would actually listen to me and why? What are their interests? Um, anything. Answering some of the tough questions, sitting down um, and answering those questions on paper and um, typing them on the computer was really, really fun. I was on this high and I had gotten my mental challenge. So I really wanted to do a physical challenge. So I looked it up. You know, pack my bags, pack the quick lunch, um, 
and walked. Uh, it took me about 30 to 40 minutes to get to the actual start of the trail. Um, and I think it was, it's probably two, two plus K to get to the start of the trail, which is why I'm not too sure actually um, how far along the trail I am. And I didn't start at the very beginning. I think this trail begins in Castle Park, which is in the city center of Bristol, but I live a little bit outside of the city center. Um, starts in Castle Park and it goes all the way to a town called um, Old Sodbury. And so far, um, this has been a really pleasant trail, and it's a trail that I've never heard of prior to this, so I don't think this is necessarily as famous as West Thailand Way, or Cotswold Way, or some of these other really renowned longer long-distance trail that have often have kind of a travel industry um, and some commercial uh, productization surrounding it, right? This is just kind of a, one of those many regional trails that people probably walk bits and pieces of um, to walk their dog, especially if it's part of their neighborhood, or they maybe do section hikes. Uh, so I don't know exactly how far I want to go. I obviously haven't done a lot of research into it. Um, this is all kind of done on a whim. A lot of it is on tarmac roads, which is basically um, the very British way of saying uh, asphalt roads um, and it's really well managed so it's an incredibly easy walk it's a walk not a hike um, and knowing myself and kind of knowing my capabilities since the West Thailand way I know that I can easily do 29k um, in a day I can't necessarily do 29k there and back round trip on, a, on that day um, and I obviously didn't start right in the morning um, and I'm not hiking as aggressively or walking as aggressively as I might on a hike where I was in more remote and wilderness areas where I would know I wouldn't necessarily have accommodation or bus stops to get me from here, point A to B and so on and so forth. I am doing this with very little planning and just kind of on a whim, but it's still really fun. What's exciting is that since the West Highland Way, I know my capabilities. I just have a much better awareness of basically how far I can walk before I get tired, before I need to start planning plan B's and plan C's, um, how much water I need to carry, what kind of tools, and just, yeah, knowing my own capabilities really enables me to be very confident about, for example, a 29 kilometer uh, walk. Um, I've done some very basic Googling um, while I sat at a nearby pub. Um, I had some tea and brownies. It was really delicious and the pub itself was beautiful. Um, and some friendly people there too, just, you know, had some superficial conversations, but they were all quite friendly people. It was called the White Horse, uh, White Horse Inn. So went aside, had a bit of that, rested uh, for maybe 30, 40 minutes. I did some basic Googling just to make sure that I would have a bus to come back um, from wherever I landed. And another solution would be, I'm happy to pay for a bit of a taxi or an Uber to get from a pretty remote town with four bus connections into a place, not necessarily all the way home, but to a town or near Bristol 
where I knew that I could then get public transport back. So in general, I'm really not worried. There's really no danger on this walk. It's not something you need to plan or think about, but it's been very, very pleasant. It's walked through um, several kind of urban parks in Bristol, which were beautiful. And then it walks um, by Froome River, as you might be able to, to kind of guess from the name Froome Valley, Froome Valley Walk. It's been really, really pleasant and really, really easy. And I've also met loads of people who are walking their dogs, who are just out with their family on a Saturday evening. It's all been very, very pleasant. It's what I would consider the perfect balance of um, having few people um, around to say hi and just kind of, you know, feel like you're not alone on the trail. Um, but I don't know if there's anybody who's kind of looking to through hike it um, or through walk it, I suppose. Because again, it's not really a hike, it's just a walk. It's just a series of urban and nature walks um, through really nice scenery and passing by um, River Froome. So, ew, wow, there's a massive uh, load of what looks like horse manure in the middle of the road, very fresh. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's been really great. I've been walking through um, rivers, quiet places. There's some beautiful rocky outcroppings. Um, and in general, just really quite wonderful. I'm just gonna take out my phone and check to see that I'm on the right path. But other than that, that's about it. I'll let you know how the rest of this walk goes, probably on tomorrow's audio diary. But other than that, that's all good. All right, talk to you later. All right, so this is a second recording. I thought that I might as well um, do another recording where I was off the road and right now I'm, I'm in this beautiful woodland section right next to what I think is kind of the early upstream version of the River Froome and therefore it's quite a small stream at this point. I'm surrounded by beautiful trees, the path is very clear and easy and it's just me as far as I can see. There's no dog walkers nearby here. So I wanted to share some of this beautiful soundscape with you. And that's why I turned on the recording. A few different things that I'm thinking about. One, I have been reading about mindful walking and mindful walking and kind of meditative walking, walking as a form of meditation, which is what I did um, on the West Highland Way and which is something that I try to continue to do now. Um, yeah, the scenery is truly beautiful. It's not beautiful in the sense of spectacular viewpoint, like the ones that you will see in Glencoe on West Island Way or um, at Johnston Canyon in Banff or um, you know, in, at the South Rim or North Rim of Grand Canyon. But it's beautiful in a different way and there's a beauty in being present with it and walking and kind of engaging your entire body in the environment and in the solitude, in noticing, in slowing down and being simple. Um, I am reading a book about walking 
about meditative and beautiful sides of walking by an author named Erling Kage. Hopefully, I am pronouncing his Norwegian name correctly. He is also well known as the author of Silence, speaking about sounds and soundscapes and the absence of that and how, um, and just kind of the philosophical. Uh, meditations about that process and he also has a book about walking which i've been reading and there and he speaks about the beauty beauty of slowness um how time seems to somehow expand and slow down and you might think that because you're getting to a destination much more slowly that you know you've wasted your life but he argues that it's exactly the opposite that because of the fullness and the richness of the experience that you have when you're walking, that the four hours that it might take me, for example, to get to um, Old Sodbury, or six hours actually, more like, that it might take me to get to Old Sodbury, is somehow much more richer than the 40 minutes uh, that it would have probably taken me, or an hour it would have taken me to drive there by car. There's something beautiful and serene and incredibly present and fulfilling what it is is there's something incredibly happy about walking um and i'm experiencing it now so i wanted to share a little bit of that with you i love doing this it's beautiful and i wish more people knew about this and I wish more of you would do it. That would probably mean I would have less solitude on the trails, um, which, you know, eh. But in exchange for a world with much more walkers, people who live slowly, people who take time to enjoy the richness of life and their surroundings and nature, um, people who exercised more, um, would just be a much better world to live in. And in, in, in as much, I really wish more people would walk, um, whether it be from urban scapes to another urban scape, but also uh, on natural trails like this. And I think it's such a privilege. Um, and I feel really grateful for all this wonderful walking infrastructure that the UK has. I Yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It's a privilege. So I feel very grateful and thankful for the fact that these trails exist sometimes in you know locations where it's not actually about any commercial benefit from tourism or such like Camino de Santiago or some of the other trails out there in the world that have a lot of commercial value um, I'm pretty sure from Froome Valley River um, Froome Valley Walkway doesn't have that same level of commercial value I'm pretty sure it would cost um, whether it be charities or, or the governments or um, any institution that is building this probably costs them money rather than the um, at least economic benefit that it brings to um, society. Though there's obviously a lot of cultural, social and health benefits it, and environmental benefits that this brings to the world. Um, and so I'm really grateful for this. It's, yeah, really a great, great privilege, and I'm so happy.
Um, because it's not about destination. I couldn't give... I have no idea what Old Sodbury is. <laughs> or I might not even get to Old Sodbury, and I don't really care. Um, but I'm really, really happy about the journey. And of course, uh, <laughs> the very obvious metaphor to life as a whole. I don't think I even need to flush that out. <laughs> but, yeah. This journey is beautiful, and I'm very thankful for it. I wanted to share just a bit more of that with you um, while I could focus on this recording and the environment and didn't have to focus about kind of navigating roads or um, watching out for cars and dogs. Uh, so here you go. Thank you for being my audience, for listening to me. Um, just kind of my personal musings and um, things like that. Because, you know, there's not necessarily a clear call to action. Um, oh, whoa. That might be a wrong path. Okay, I'll go back up. Um, yeah, thanks for listening to me. I'm really thankful for you as well. Um, and I hope this little recording and introduction to a regional kind of local trail that I had access to inspires you to go and try and find out similar um, trails and similar experiences in your life uh, within what is whatever is available in your context. And I hope that, just as I am happy now, that nature, and maybe even this conversation, will make you happy. All right, talk to you later.